there and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host Baylor, joined today by my co-host Connor, and today we have some Broncos talk for you. Um, the misery continues. A game I thought there was no chance we lose. Like, I thought this was the only game of the year we could potentially score more than 25 points in. They don't have a terrible defense over in Carolina, but the Broncos' offense made that defense look elite. I don't know what it is. Every single time I watch recaps of Bronco games, the end is pretty much the... uh, Whoever's narrating it is always like, man, that defense looked really good today. And you know what? I'm really sick of our offense making defenses look elite every single week. It looks so hard to gain every single yard. Every snap is so just, oh my God, how many yards are we going to lose this time? Oh my God, was there a penalty pre-snap? Oh my God, is there going to be a holding? Like, are we going to fumble the ball? It seems like we just can't get out of our own way half the time. Why am I nervous on first and 10? I can't explain what is wrong with the offense and like i said get out of your own way you have a great run from latavius murray the only explosive play of the game for us and promptly very very promptly you turn it over and that like turnovers are going to happen in football we all understand that but the time of our turnovers is always always, it's always the worst. It feels demoralizing. Every time it's a punch to the stomach. If it's early in the game when it doesn't when it shouldn't matter that much, it's on the one yard line. When it's, it's when you're punch. in the red zone. It's when, many, many points on the board. Yeah, the only time we fumble not in the red zone or in a scoring position is when it's like you need a first down to keep your hopes alive in this game and then that's also when we fumble like it's every time you just can't fumble we do hey if we're gonna throw an interception it's not on a third and long we're gonna take a deep shot and it's a pick which basically acts as a punt like those are turnovers you're like all right whatever you needed something had to do it but we're killing ourselves with the turnovers and the time we make those turnovers the other thing is our defense no matter how good they are, cannot force turnovers. It, it can't, and that's that's one thing. I think this is a phenomenal defense, and by just about every number, it should be, you know, it's easily a top-five defense. But, man, if you can't get the turnover, ultimately, like, if you're asking your offense to not turn the ball over at all because you can't get a single turnover yourself, like... That also puts your offense in a bad situation where they're losing the turnover battle every single game because we're just not getting any. So even if Russ doesn't throw any picks and we don't have any fumbles, we're still tying every single game. Like, it doesn't matter what the situation is. You're going to throw interceptions. I don't care who you are. The best quarterbacks in the league throw interceptions. Josh Allen throws them all the time. Well, you know you're going to... uh struggle offensively like this team knows that and if you haven't come to terms with that as a broncos fan i'm sorry for you but you need a little bit of reality this offense sucks and you're gonna make them drive 60 plus yards every single time to score you're not gonna get many scoring opportunities that way but if you're able to force a couple short fields 
you're going to have more opportunities to score. And albeit this season when they've been presented with short fields, they have again struggled. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. I feel like the offense is kind of, to me, like the 2016 Broncos team where there's a ton of talent all over the place, but it just kind of feels thrown together. None of it's working right together, and it's just kind of just broken. And it doesn't matter how many nice pieces you have on the offense. It's just at its core broken. Even still, that offense was able to put drives well, together I'm, I'm regularly. Saying, no, I'm saying the team as a whole. Like, that oh. team as a whole. Because that was still a nasty defense. Was still quite a few pieces talent-wise talent on offense. Where you're looking at this team and it's like, this should not be as bad as it is. Well, but, it doesn't make sense. You can't put a single drive together. But that's what I'm saying. So the offense this year is, is kind of how I saw the team as a whole mm. in 2016. And when you're looking at it, it's just straight up the offense isn't getting turnover help and they have nothing to build their confidence. The offense at this point in the season has zero confidence. I'm sure Russell has zero confidence deep down that every time he snaps the ball, he's not going to get rolled. I'm sure that all of our receivers have zero confidence every time they start the route that the ball is coming their way. Well, look at the end of that game. Uh, Cortland Sutton has fantastic hands. Drops a pass in the back of the end zone. Yep. I don't expect Cortland to drop. Well, you don't, any NFL wide receiver, you expect to catch an uncontested ball. But it is shocking how bad of a drop that was. And is that a lack of con concentration, lack of confidence, lack of focus? For what me. is it? Is he just shocked that he was A, open, Russ had time to give him the ball, and... It hit him in the hand, so he was just unprepared. I don't know, but nobody on this offense is making the play when presented with the opportunity. Absolutely. That's exa exactly what it is. Um, I think maybe Latavius Murray might be, the might be the only person on this team that I think has played well. Not bad. He's <laughs> he, played he is, good. He he's had, done he his job. He's not had a bad performance yet. Mm -hmm. He has had games where he's not been effective, but not necessarily his fault. But, like, he comes in, he does his job, he gets roughly three, three and a half yards of play. And it's really hard to run the ball when you're behind the sticks he doesn't and when much. you're down. So, I don't know. That game was pretty much like every other game we've played this year. The only difference in my mind was I genuinely believed we had a chance to win. I, I agree, and that's what was so frustrating about it for me, was I was watching the whole game with the anticipation that I had to start the season, which was, all right, when we're we the gonna, better team. We're, we're the better team here. When are we gonna when are we gonna start putting points on the board? And then you watch the time slowly dwindle down and you see the score slowly uh, getting further away from you. And I was at some point, I was like, at some point in the fourth quarter, I was like, Holy shit, we're going to lose this game. <laughs> and in the past few seasons, I haven't had the thought that this team is about to quit. I haven't once thought that. Uh, this year, though, they haven't, and I'm thrilled. Like I hate when players and teams quit. For whatever reason, I kind of get a sense that we're, we're getting close to possibly seeing that, and that is heartbreaking 
It is, and it's at some point it's like after watching what I've seen for twelve weeks now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. After eleven in a buy. Twelve weeks of football. It's just like there's nothing I see that would make me blame <laughs> some players for giving up. Other than. I mean, your competitor go out there and compete. Exactly. But other, literally, other than the deep, like nobody on offense is allowed to quit. None of them are allowed to, because they're the they're the reason the whole team is in the situation they are in, and it, that is top to bottom. Everybody on this offense needs to continue giving it their all. There's zero. Nobody on this offense is allowed to quit. Nobody on the team is allowed to quit, obviously, but like. You can understand the defense, a defense is demoralized at this point, and not through their own doing. No, they've been playing the Panth. It was they didn't they did not play great in Carolina. But you can see this defense has done everything they can. They've given their all. They've prepared every single week and gone out and, like we said, have performed. And they're probably frustrated. They're not able to get turnovers as well. But they have been let down at every single step of the of the road. It, yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, every time they hold a good team to a low point total, they do not get any sort of support from the offense. They don't get long drives from the offense to give them breaks. And then come the fourth quarter, it comes down to them needing to make a stop, but they've been on the field for 40 minutes. It's like... Yeah, you've got no, you've got no reward for your effort. So at what point is the effort worthless? And I hate saying that because never quit, first of all. Terrible thing to do. But I'm really scared we're going to start seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, looking at week 13, we have the Ravens going to the Ravens, playing the early game. Broncos never play well traveling east in the early game. By the way, that was another thing I didn't like about that Panthers game. Was, that was the only thing about that game that I was like, unless the playing on the East Coast at 11 a.m. Mountain Time is going to do us like it always does. But from what I saw in that game, it wasn't even No, we were just the worse. Time. It was the exact same stuff we've been seeing all season. Yeah, but this game in Baltimore, Baltimore is a good team, a banged up team. And a team going through adversity, to say the least. Struggling in a couple different areas. Um, With no real very, explanation very either. Very inconsistent. The team has blown multiple 14-point leads this season. That I mean, doesn't happen to great teams often. They got They got lit up by Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They, I just, they were, that one was, I think, a nine-point lead that they blew with, like, five minutes left in the game. They find ways to lose games or let teams stick around when they have no business being there. Yeah. And this Broncos defense will keep us around. The Ravens have gotten out early on teams and then for whatever reason second half the offense can't perform the same and the defense just whatever reason is allowing teams to put up points late 
what scares what, what I see what I see when I see that is the same thing I see from the Broncos when they come out and put up 16 points in the first half and then don't score anything the rest of the game. It's a team that is unable to make adjustments at halftime, unable to predict how other teams are going to adjust to them at halftime, and they come out and they try to do the exact same thing against a team who you just clearly handled, and now they're going to try something different because something didn't work for them. But you also have to be making adjustments at halftime, and it, both the Ravens and the Broncos don't seem to be making any halftime adjustments to compensate for anything going on in the first half or anything that may come that an opponent has seen from you in the first half. And I don't know how this game is going to turn out because the Ravens, like you clearly said, the better team, clearly the better, better team should win this game, but they let everybody back into games. And if the Broncos don't lose this game, it will be because the Ravens because of the Ravens giving it away. I don't think the Broncos are going to come out and just play phenomenal. It's going to be a classic Ravens loss as the season has gone. The Ravens have lost a tough game last week to the Jags. Are they going to get a bounce back performance? Who knows? I expect them to come out strong and give it everything they have. Obviously, I think you're going to get their best punch early. So for the Broncos team as a whole, it's going to be about taking that hit. Can the defense hold the Ravens in check early? Because if you can keep them in check early, I fully believe you have a chance to win this game. If you can get, if you can keep this, if you can keep this max a ten-point game at halftime, you have every opportunity to win against the Ravens. Yep. And since the early part of the season, Lamar Jackson's touchdown totals have come down. That's probably something to do with the injuries they've had at the receiver position. But also, just he's not playing as well as he started the season. He's also not as explosive in the run game in the last few weeks. Early in the season, remember, he had like three, like 50 plus yard touchdown runs. So that. I don't know. You got to keep him contained, obviously, because he can go off at any moment. We've but, been struggling against the run, the run, for sure. But this team has a chance if you can withstand that early blow. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, especially in Baltimore. Um, I need. I mean, I, God, I just sound like a broken record. I just, I want. A, you need to stop hurting yourself with penalties because if you already can't move the ball rolling up 100 yards in, or 80 yards in penalty on offense <laughs> not gonna help you out you know what do you if you if you struggle to get 10 yards in three plays don't make yourself have to get 20 yards in three plays yeah and they got a decent pass rush up there in baltimore so get the ball out quick Get the ball quick and run the damn ball. How many please. Run the damn ball. Control the time of possession a bit, please. You got to be able to keep your defense as fresh as possible. And you got to wear down wear down the Ravens. Wear them down. Run it up their throat. Your passing attack is not it's, it's not even like you're going to the passing attack like you're the Chargers because it works and it's great or the Bengals. No. You're a passing attack is terrible is also pedestrian so just stop. at best so just stop 
run the damn ball. I think this team this team needs some sort of confidence early and for everything they have to take advantage of the opportunity if something is presented to you make the play as individuals just have a little bit of pride a little bit of guts you're a professional you're here for a reason make the play do something special i mean it doesn't have to be special but do something beat someone in a one-on-one offensively make a tough catch make a play you're not supposed to make that's what we're gonna need to beat the ravens and i believe they have every chance to do it nobody on this team has made plays that they're not supposed to make and they're struggling to make the plays they should make as well and that's just losing football that's losing sports in general yes if you're not able to make the plays you should you're not going to win games. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I'm thinking like 27 to 10 Ravens. You got the Ravens winning by 17? Yes. I'm thinking the Ravens get the win. I, I like like a 23-14 type game here. Um, that being said, I know we've talked about the Broncos have every chance to win it. I think they do. I genuinely believe the, wrong, the the Broncos have a real shot to win this game, but I'm not strong enough in that to say that, that we will. I'm going to say 27-13. Two field goals. I I just I cannot see us scoring more than two touchdowns a game. I think it's physically impossible for this team. <laughs> and you have no reason not to believe and that. I think it could be very simply a ten point game at half. And that's all they need. And that's all that they need. And then they maybe get one more score. Late, Garbage late in the game. Yeah, that fully seal that fully seals it like halfway through the fourth or something. Yep, I don't know. You got opportunities in front of you. A lot of people now are. I know it's early to say it. You're not technically out of playoffs yet, but realistically, you're out of the postseason. A lot of people at this point are playing for jobs and coaching for jobs. Absolutely. And I'm not saying you have to be a desperate team. But play with some urgency. Play with some heart. That's about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to this one, but we'll see how it goes. Fortunately, it'll be out of the way early in the morning. And then yeah, we'll ruin my to, day early. That's what I like. We'll be able to enjoy. Or I like the start it low so you have nowhere but up to go. Ah, yeah, that's type, fair. Type of mentality. So uh, get that out of the way, and then I can just kick my feet up and enjoy the rest of football the rest of the night and uh, see how that goes. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end here, and we'll catch you on our next one.
Hello, Mile High Hot Takes fans. This is your producer, Alex, and I wanted to tell you about another show that I produce called Deep Dive. It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify. You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280hottakes. If you got feedback for us, send us an email at 5280hottakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Angelarca Productions. Oh, thank you.